to Surf on the Sewer with Jake and Joe. We have been gone for a minute and we're back. How do you feel? Doing well. How are you? Oh, living the dream. Moved out to San Francisco. You moved to a new place in Minneapolis. Getting settled in here. Hell yeah. God, it feels good to be back. Huh? It does. Yeah, it does. We were catching up and we we were catching up here and we got a little too antsy. So I just hit the record button. So we don't have like a, a great intro for you folks, but like you don't really need a great intro when you got us to listen to. Um, well, yeah, we can skip some of the catching up. Like I said, I moved out to San Francisco. Haley, my girlfriend, got a job and we moved into a sick apartment in the middle of the city. And Joe, you're in Minneapolis, right, baby? North Loop. North Let's go. Loop down in Minneapolis. Go. Let's go. Yeah, look at us. You're on the West Coast. I'm still in the Midwest, but... Yeah, it's been going well. It was a good summer. Um, yeah. yeah, just transitioning to the fall. Now we got football rolling here, which we're going to talk about. But Yeah, well, we yeah. missed the whole summer, and that's on me with baseball. It's just tough, nearly impossible with games every single night to record episodes for you guys and for us. Uh, but we're back, and we're going to we're, – we're, you know, we're better than ever, and we're ready to rock and roll. Best time of the year, football, hockey coming up, NBA. I think we're going to cover NHL and NBA – in next week's episode, just because uh, we haven't had an episode this year. So we have a lot of football and NFL to talk about and um, we'll probably hit college football in the next couple pods, just kind of spread out. Um, we talk about the Gophers and Iowa State as so those are our teams. Bad weekend. Oh, bad weekend for both That's squads. Horrible. Um, but yeah, we can uh, kick it off in the NFL and we got plenty to talk about as there's always some great storylines. Um I'll throw it to you right away, Joe. How are you feeling about your Jets? You know, two and two. We haven't been 500 in the last five years, so that's fun. Uh, watching the game there, I was actually flying back from Chicago this past weekend, so I was watching it on the plane and then in the Uber, so I was kind of freaking out there. Uh, but it was a great win over Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh's not the best team in the league this year, but honestly, it's just good to get that exciting, exciting feeling back with the Jets. Uh, seeing Zach Wilson come down in the fourth quarter and just get that game winning drive. It was firing me up, man, just to see him kind of just having that competitive spirit back in that team, which is cool. Um, and yeah, with that first win two over Cleveland, that was crazy, especially with our rookie Zach or uh, Garrett Wilson. He was having a heck of a game. Then we had Brees Hall with the game winning touchdown this past week too. So yeah, couldn't be, I'm pretty excited about the two and two start. Hopefully I was shooting for at least six wins with this team this year. So heck yeah, of a start I'm, then if that was, I your, I'm pumped, I mean, man. two and two, I'll take it. Going and honestly, your two and your two losses are like, you know, they're they're good teams. The Bengals are a little bit hotter now, obviously. I, I think you guys yeah. kind of jump started their season again. But Ravens, obviously, a good team. Well, they can't close, but we'll get to that later. But and that's um, what I wanted too. With like Flacco, just win one game out of the games he was playing. That's all I was I was kind of hoping for. So exactly. he got the, got in there, got a win, and now we got Z Willie back. So excited about that and was just once again excited to looks see like they just brought some new life to the team too I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch the game but i saw some highlights and it's just like they were you know much different than they were with flacco at the quarterback which also through three weeks is flacco at the quarterback he led the league in pass attempts yeah. which was a crazy he's like thought. up to 900 yards that's what yeah. it was i was kind of scared not gonna lie like if you would have won two out of those three games i'd have been like i don't know what the heck to do here with zach wilson because it's just like he was rolling, oh, but, I mean, but that's yards, the same, but. but that's the same thing that a couple of teams are looking at, right? You got Cooper rush in Dallas who he's not going to like, I, I hear so many people talking about this. Like what happens when Dak comes back? The Cowboys are looking good. And it's like, yes, it's because the Cowboys are good. It's not just because of Cooper rush. And yes, Cooper rush hasn't made mistakes. He hasn't played horrible, but like 
are we really going to sit here and pretend like Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Cooper Rush? And when you're paying that quarterback that much money too, you're going to, he's going to play. You have to. That's and like now Jerry Jones, of course. Anytime you're paying a quarterback that much money, you're, he's playing. He's the future of the franchise. He has to play. And yeah. obviously like, you know, you got Jerry Jones just stirring the pot as he always does, trying to like keep the Cowboys in the news cycle, even though they don't have Dak and Dak's, you know, like, but, but honestly, if, if you're Jerry Jones, you just got to be pumped. You're, you're winning some games. You're creating buzz around the Cowboys. They're still good. And like, you also give Dak the opportunity to fully heal, let the stitches fully heal on his hand. That way you don't have to rush him back and like pull a, you know, a Russell Wilson who like still doesn't seem like he's recovered from last. I mean, obviously I know he's healthy, but like last year he came back way too soon and the season sucked and now he sucks with the Broncos. But I think giving Dak the time is, is good, but it was always going to be Zach Wilson's team. Right. I mean, yeah. they took, they oh, took yeah. the pick with them. And he still hasn't really got, you know, his full cycle. And I think it sucks because, you know, this is something I think we talked about last year. Some too, is just like having a defensive minded coach is sometimes just really unfortunate. Cause like you don't get the true mentorship that some of these, you know, quarterback centric coaches do like Doug Peterson, like look at what he's done already in one year with Trevor Lawrence, you know, like right off the bat, Trevor Lawrence has urban Meyer who like, as we know, is just a destructive coach. And the Jags didn't do anything with him, but um, yeah, I think the, the, the Jets have a ton of young talent, you know, you have Wilson and then Wilson, the wide receiver, and then Brees Hall and Michael Carter is a great backup. That's a nice two headed monster out of the backfield. And Corey Davis has looked serviceable as one of your wide receivers. And um, yeah, just jumping on that too, with the Jets, man, I just, they're having fun. Even like Zach Wilson, after that touchdown, that Philly special touchdown, he was doing the gritty and stuff. You can just tell the guys are just having a lot more fun this year and Salah's getting hyped and everything. And that's just kind of what the Jets fans haven't seen in a long time. I feel like it's just kind of been pretty bad as you know, and uh, just with the Jets, there is good to kind of just see some action going just with Zach Wilson. He, I just, one thing you kind of just have to limit those picks. I think that's something he can work on. I mean, he's right. probably averaging an interception a game he's played within last year and kind of rolling into last game. So if we can just kind of work on that and make sure we can kind of take those takeaways out of there, that would be great. But yeah, good building blocks with this team. Um, like I said, they're just having fun. It's, exciting to watch and coming into Miami now. I mean, two is out. Teddy's in there. I think it was like a Miami's favorite by three right now. It's home in New York. So we'll see what three happens. Three and a half. If, you got three so and a half. Three and a half. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Teddy, I I don't know. I I can't really tell how Teddy I feel like it's gonna be You gotta remember what he did with that Saints team that he took over. Remember they they won five straight when Breeze was out. So he's like True. he's a serviceable quarterback. It's and I, and I, I truly believe that Mike McDaniels is talented enough to like do something with, you know, like anything, you know, he understand, I think like, you know, kind of moving into Miami right now, um, you know, obviously like two has had his shortcomings the last couple of years, but I also think that's in large parts of what Brian Flores, like never really believed in Tua. You never really got the feeling that like he thought that Tua was going to be the guy in Miami. So you know, now you have Mike McDaniels, who's like really excited about him. And you can tell he's just like excited to be a coach excited or excited to be a head coach. And like, he just, he he's making opportunities for Tua in that offense. And obviously having Tyreek and Jalen Waddle is massive. Chase Edmonds is a great ad for Miami. Um, you know, that their defense is playing pretty well. So they have like, you know, they have the pieces and I think they were given Tua the opportunity to not have to do anything crazy. And then, you know, he, it, it all starts with momentum. I think, you know, 
he starts making some of those shorter passes, some of those design plays that aren't too difficult. And that opens up some of the downfield stuff for Waddle or Tyreek Hill, as you've seen in explosive times. And um, yeah, unfortunately with the concussion stuff, he's, I have to imagine he's going to be out for. Yeah. That's what's kind of jumping into that too. Like my whole aspect on two of that was really cool to see what's against Baltimore when he's through for it. It was five or six touchdowns, 400 yards, whatever. It just went off. So that was really cool to see on his part and everything. And then just, yeah, jumping into the concussion there. I feel like after he got, when the concussion happened, I was like, Oh my God, I don't know if this guy's ever going to play football again. But then he went to the hospital and they said he was like up and moving. I'm pretty sure he flew back with the team that night. Mm -hmm. Like kind of thinking of it, like as of right now today, do you think he could play there? But Miami's just like, no, we're just not going to let you play. Like, do you think, I think Tua is completely fine right now, but I think they're just I like, I, you know, I don't like, know about completely fine. I yeah. think he, I think he probably I, I, like thinks the, he can if, play, if but it was the Super Bowl next week. Uh, he would go in there. I'm saying like, dude, see, but that's the thing is, is I don't know because if, I, my part was just, I think they're just holding him out. Cause like what the public saw there and they're like, Oh my God, why was he even in there in the first place? Which he probably shouldn't have been there, but I'm just saying like in his current standpoint, they're probably, what I think is that they're just holding him out cause they need to of what happened last week. Yeah, I mean, that, that they definitely should have kept him out of that game, in my opinion. I think, like, regardless of whether he passed protocols or whatnot, like, when you see somebody, like, stumbling off the field after, a, you know, a shot to the head, like, for those of you who didn't see, like, it was two weeks ago and, my, and um, Tua got sacked and got up and was walking towards the sideline and was kind of, like, stumbling around. And it looked like he was, like, dizzy, concussed, you know? Like, that's that's what it looked like. And then, you know, fast forward, people were like, well, he came back into that game too and finished that game out, which I thought was crazy. And then um, Thursday night, which was the only game on that night against the Bengals, he gets slammed into the ground and his basically lost control of his hands. And they were just like stuck, almost like rigor mortis, like right in front of his face. And people thought like, oh, is this dude paralyzed, which obviously was a scary, terrifying moment. But like when you have those back-to-back weeks, I just – I don't see how they can push him back at all. Like there's, you know, in the last 10 years or so, like I feel like the cushion stories and the whole like storyline around the NFL has like gone down some. And obviously like, you know, a lot of people are, are scared about the concussions and CT is a real thing. And like, if you don't believe it, I think like there's guys out there who are, you know, have suffered from it. And there's obviously been notes of it, you know, like someone like Antonio Brown, for instance, probably is suffering from some sort of CTE. Yeah, he had great um, the weekend. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. I just think that like you have to they are gonna have to be so careful bringing him back now because of yeah, what it means. Not, and I'm not talking about just dolphins. I'm talking about the NFL. Like the NFL is gonna have to really manage this situation more than like it is just like a singular team thing. Um definitely so moving forward it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I, I don't I don't think we'll see him at all in the month of October. In my you think opinion. he's out all of October? Oh yeah, dude, he got carted off the field like that's not going to be something people are going to forget like yeah and shoot did you watch the how many times they showed that replay yeah, I, mean, I don't get why they did that the whole thing with the hands <laughs> like 150 times on replay that was like, dude, we saw uh, yeah, it the Thursday, first right so amazon, yeah, it was the amazon. Like, what are, yeah. like what are you guys doing we get the point i know that was that was tough but i mean uh, hopefully he's okay and like I, I hope you're right i hope he's like in a place where like he's like i want to get back out there i'm fine but like he he has a concussion there's no yeah. way like how, how major of a concussion it is to be determined, you know, like after the first time he got concussed, like they said he passed protocol and they had like what some sort of like third party 
like players association, like rep, like who came in and like checked him, that person is now fired and probably getting sued because they said he was fine. But apparently there was some sort of malpractice there. So who knows what's going to happen? Obviously it's an ugly situation, but um, dolphins are three and one and they got Teddy and they got some winnable games against some teams moving forward, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And jumping on that too, with Teddy, especially with him being five and oh, and, Orleans too, and that is still a good team with like Waddle and Tyreek and all the obviously mm-hmm. all the weapons they have on offense too. So we'll see how that all works out with Teddy. But yeah, pretty scary situation too. The one thing I just it was so weird to me because just with him flying back on the team after that, and just that's where I just my aspect was like, what's going on and everything. But I've never I, I've never had a concussion before, so I don't know what it's like. But it was just weird to see that. But I totally get how they're. I mean, yeah, he's still has a concussion. They pulled him out for the month of October or something. I could see. Yeah, so they have the Jets coming up, then the Vikings um, in Minnesota, then Steelers-Lions. So those are their games in October. Actually, so. yeah, with Jets and Vikings, they're getting smoked now that I think about that. Never so, mind, I'll take the I Jets mean, and the Vikings. Yeah, stay out. Steelers, Steelers will probably beat. Steelers, uh, Steelers look bad. I think if I had to pick, they're probably the worst team in the NFL right now. I think they're worse than the Texans. Without T.J. Watt, I think they're the worst team. That's Pittsburgh? Just, yeah. Yeah. I think they're terrible. Their offensive line sucks. They can't get Najee running. They have great – like, we'll see what Kenny Pickett looks like. He definitely brought a spark to their offense, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm just moving around. The, the One of the top points I had, and I'm, you know, excited to talk about is Jalen Hurts. Like, the emergence of Jalen Hurts as an MVP candidate, which, like, I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but, like, in a sense it did. Like, people always kind of thought that Jalen Hurts was, like, just, like – you know, this college style quarterback, you know, that just ran the ball and is, you know, he's kind of the same rep like Lamar gets and like got out of college. And it's like, you know, obviously it's like what they did a lot in college, obviously, but I think both of them this year and their progression as passers is like really shown how talented both of them are. And both of their teams are playing much better. The Ravens can't close games, like I said again, but, um, what have you seen from Jalen Hurts? You know, what do you, like, what do you, what do you like? Do you, do you like the Eagles or do you think they've just had a nice little stint here? But yeah, you know, they beat some good teams. So before the season, like coming in after the end of last season, I thought Jalen Hurts, like my whole opinion on him was kind of so, so 50, 50. I didn't really know how I felt about Jalen. And before this year, I picked the Cowboys to win that division, just kind of with their team set up and, that being Dak being healthy in the defense that they had and just the weapons they've had. I, that's why I chose the Cowboys. So honestly, before this, but the Eagles, I thought they'd be a decent team. I did not think they were going to be this good at all. I'll tell you that. I didn't think Jalen's going to be putting up the numbers that I thought he was just because of what I saw last year too. And I just, I couldn't see that. Cause like with, for example, like Herbert, when you saw that, you knew this guy's going to be a stud and just kind of all the weapons he had and the numbers he was putting up and Jalen wasn't doing that. So then kind of just looking at it, I wasn't feeling that very confident with how Jalen was going to be with Philly. So yeah, with the start, they're up to four and oh right now. I don't know. Like, I, I can't say they're like a super bowl. They wouldn't be my favorite to like win the super bowl. I think they're going to be, I bet they're like at least over 11 wins. I think, I mean, Dallas is still three and one there. If they get Dak back and he get he plays healthy, I just that division can still be tough. So listen, yeah, I was listen to the games they have coming up though here. Just so they have Cardinals who suck, Cowboys that's going to be a tough matchup. Steelers suck, Texans terrible, Commanders terrible, Colts terrible, Packers middle of the pack in my opinion. 
Titans are iffy, then Giants, Bears, Cowboys again, Saints, Giants to end. Like, there's how many games is that? Well, I guess they played four. So there's 13 games left. I mean, those are 10 of those are winnable. So you're looking at an Eagles team that's potentially 14 and three. That's that could be a one seed in the NFC. Just because, I mean, who, who else is going to go with that type of record in the NFC? Yeah. It's you know, a, like you got the 49ers, the Rams, they're probably going to beat up on each other. The 49ers, I think, are great. The Bucks, I think the Cowboys are, are better than people are giving them credit for because obviously they're three and one right now and they've had Cooper Rush. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the Giants, too, that division, and you never know what the NFL, like anybody can beat anyone, too. Like, even with their next, who they got the, Cardinals this week too. Like I always still like it's still Kyler Murray. I mean they're not playing obviously that well this year Arizona, but they could still like Kyler can still do some things on that field that a lot of quarterbacks can't do. And you never know what that offense what they could put up. So yeah, just kind of jumping back on my point. I didn't think the Eagles were going to come out this hot. I didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be throwing up the numbers that he was. But yeah, it's crazy to see that. I mean, looking back at his just kind of resume of what he's done in his career, you obviously can look at him below. Well, obviously, like, look what he's done in the past. So not surprised that he's putting up these numbers. But, yeah, just kind of with coming off last year, I didn't think he was going to be doing this. And, yeah, looking at their schedule, they can easily put up 14 wins, like you said. So curious to see how that works out with the NFC and kind of the contenders, like the top three teams that are going to come out the end of it. Um, I did like the Buccaneers at the beginning of the season. I thought Tom Brady was going to give it one last run, but I don't really know how I feel right now with that two and two. They just need to stay healthy within Tampa. But, I mean, Minnesota, they're three and one, Green Bay, I don't really know if just kind of being those contenders um, after last night, obviously with San Francisco, they got a hell of a defense too. And we know how they are in the playoffs. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how that NFC turns out towards the end of the year. I think the bucks are, are, are going to be fine. In my opinion, like I, I think they just ran into the chiefs. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they were finally got all their guys back to put up 31 points against a, a pretty good, well, I guess the chiefs pass defense is not that great, but chiefs run defense is good. And so they kind of just abandoned the, run if you notice that in that game the Bucks just decided to throw the ball like every single time um but I think the Bucks are going to be good I think that defense is still one of the best in the NFC for sure and I think moving forward if they can keep their wide receivers healthy like and hopefully not get uh Mike Evans any more suspensions like they should be all right in my opinion yeah. I don't Dude, see how I, they Mike Evans I think in my opinion it's like a top three receiver in the league Dude, he is so underrated. So underrated, man. Nobody talks about him, and he is just a dog for the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. He is like a – I mean – He never he, gets – no one in the public – like, no one ever gives Mike Evans the attention that I feel like he deserves. No, I, I absolutely agree, and I think he's like – he is their offense right now. Like, he stretches the field in a way that, like, nobody else really can right now. And um, so I think that that him playing and, and <laughs> moving forward for them is going to be – you know, him and Godwin, I need to be there because they don't have a ton of other options. Like, you know, Russell Gage, you know, after that, and they got Julio Jones who can't take a tackle. Like he literally gets hurt as soon as he gets tackled. And we haven't seen him since week one. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right in the Mike Evans front that he's like, I think he's next level and I don't think he gets enough credit. So, uh, but what, what are your thoughts on the Packers right now? Dude, I, I don't like him. I don't, I just don't know. I just don't think, I mean, Aaron Rodgers obviously know who he is and what he can do, but I just, who, they don't have a receiver, man. Like someone towards the end of the year, like I think the Viking, I think the Vikings are going to win this division. 
And I just don't see Rogers, the Packers going far just because they don't have anyone that Rogers could throw the ball to. Like you're not going to Alan Lazard, great receiver, but come crunch time, like you realize how much Devontae Adams meant to this Packers team and what he did for that offense. It's like, I'm so surprised they didn't go out and sign anyone. Well, not even only meant to the team, but meant to Aaron Rodgers. Like clearly like, you know what I mean? Like they just almost lost to Bailey Zappi, the third string quarterback of the Patriots. I know. Like, the Vikings steamrolled them. Uh, we were, I was at that game. I was watching live and it, I was like, Oh my God, Vikes are going undefeated. Packers. I don't think are going to win seven games, but I don't know. I just, I, they need somebody on that wide receiver core. That's going to help Aaron Rodgers out. And I just, I don't know. But don't you think too, like some of it is like you watch Aaron Rodgers and he just like, he's obviously, and I think I've heard other people say this too, is like, he's the best quarterback when things are good right? Like when things are going well, like he's unstoppable. And like when he's in a groove, he's unstoppable. But when he hits a little bit of adversity, it feels like his, he just kind of shuts down. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like know what it is and stuff too. Yeah. But he just like, you know, he, like he, he gets Christian Watson week one drops a pass. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I'm just never going to throw that him the didn't ball work again. Out for me. Just, you yeah, know, shut yeah. it down. So like, I don't really know. Like, I, I agree. I don't think they have a ton of weapons. They have a lot of young weapons. I think that they potentially could be good, but like, I, I don't, I don't know. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, obviously good out of the backfield. Their, their defense seems to be pretty solid, but like, I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers like. <laughs> I, I just don't know. Like sometimes he looks super good. Like in, in overtime, if you watch that, the end of the Patriots game, like he drove down the field, like was unstoppable, just picking the defense apart, got him in the field goal range, boom, game over. Right. But where was that the rest of the game, you know? And like in the past, like, I think the first couple, first couple weeks of the season, they didn't score in the second half at all, which is like not good, obviously. <laughs> so it's like, they're, they're sitting decent from a record perspective, but like, I don't see them beating the Vikings. And that game against Tampa Bay, too, that they had, they didn't look – I mean, that was a low-scoring game, too, and obviously with Mike Evans being out and not really – And Chris healthy. Godwin. Yeah, so they didn't have anyone on offense. So you take that game and you add those two guys back, be a completely different game. But kind of just jumping out of that, with the Green Bay team that they had last year with Devontae and making a run and they have the one seed, I totally thought that could be a Super Bowl and make that whole run. And now that I feel like Devontae's gone and then Rodgers signed that contract, I think he's – obviously he still wants to win the Super Bowl and he's going to be very competitive, but I feel like he just kind of has that in the back of his mind. He's like, I signed this contract. I'm, what is he 38 years now? Like he's just kind of getting there. He's playing football. He's doing the best he can, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's really, he's making that aggressive push to kind of be insane. Like he was last year. He's like, I, I got the team. This is the team to get to the Super Bowl. We're the one seed. Let's do it. Now it's just like, he knows he has all these young guys. He's not going to, he's kind of just playing loose. I feel like in my mindset a little bit and just, whatever happens happens. And he kind of just, I don't know. He did. He doesn't have a receiver. So I don't think he's freaking out every weekend. And yeah. I mean, what do you like, what do you think it is with him? Like he, he like, why did, why did, why did he let Devonte leave? I guess is my kind of question. And obviously yeah. like it wasn't probably just his decision. It's obviously Devonte's decision and the Packers decision. But like, I feel like if if he really wanted to make him stay, like he probably could have, don't you think? Yeah, and even too, and look like, at Devonte now that he's one and three in Oakland. It's not like he's doing great things. I thought he that, he thought that team was going to be better, don't you think? Yeah, and too with Devonte leaving, I was just like, I thought Green Bay was definitely going to make a push 
like even in the draft, they didn't trade up or do anything. Like, I don't think there was like an initial, like, let's go get to like, they weren't aggressive at all. In my opinion to like, go get some crazy receivers. That's where I was just really confused. And maybe like the Devante, he's from the Fresno area. That's where he played with Derek Carr in college. And he just kind of wanted to go back out West. So that's kind of where I saw that. But yeah, I was just more confused of when green Bay, they had the draft picks, they could have traded up. I mean, wide receiver class this year in the rookie class was insane. There's like 10 guys. I feel like draft in the first two rounds. So they, that's I mean, pretty Christian typical Watson, of the Packers though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they, in the past, they never really got, well, they, they had Devontae, I mean, they, but they, they never. Devante. Yeah. So where are they going to go? Who are they going to try to get? I mean, Sa- they brought in Sammy Watkins and people are like, Oh, this like Sammy Watkins, but I didn't, they just weren't aggressive and didn't make a move. And now it's, I don't know, but knowing this, like watch the Packers just do something crazy and have this team make the Super Bowl out of the last three teams that Rogers had. So Hopefully I mean, the Vikes win the division. We shut them down. I mean, we looked unreal against them the week one when I was there. So, yeah. I mean, we, the Vikings should definitely win the division. I, I don't – I mean, they beat the Lions. I, I, they should have no problem with the Bears. Like, I, I, And they already stomped the Packers. But I think the Packers are going to – like you said, I think they're going to sneaky be like – they're going to – they're just – they're not – they still have Aaron Rodgers. So they're just like – it's the same thing like the Vikings. Like the Vikings are winning close games and they're not looking tremendous. It's early in the year, new coach. Like I think Rodgers is in the same kind of way right now. You know, obviously like having Devontae for so long, like that's just who he relied on. You know what I mean? Like, and you saw it in the playoff game against the 49ers last year. Like he just was trying to force feed Devontae almost too much, like to a fault, you know, like, so in, in my opinion, like maybe if he gets comfortable enough to wide receiver group like it could be a better thing for Rodgers and I and I think if a couple of these guys can like because he he clearly like favors Lazard over any of the guys right and I think Rodgers is good enough to make like average wide receivers look good you know what I mean like Devontae Adams was elite plus Aaron Rodgers skill to give him the ball that's why they were the team that they were when Devontae was there now you have some of these borderline average to to maybe decent wide receivers that I think Rodgers can elevate once he just gets some more rep reps you know because i feel like rogers in the offseason is just checked out you know he's not like a brady he's not gonna like take them to a local high school and throw all these routes with these guys and get used to them you know what i mean so this guy's in hawaii man yeah and 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 with 17 games i feel like they usually treat like a couple of the first games like they're almost like preseason games you know lazard was hurt now he's back like i i I, it just feels like the the packers are going to be fine um I don't think they'll win the division. I don't think they're going to be great, but like, I just don't see them not making the playoffs. Right. I mean, yeah. they're going to be a wild. And that's team. what annoys me. Flipping Aaron Rodgers and this team. I know they're going to just do something. They're going to probably win over 11 game. I don't know. He just always does. And that's what just annoys me about Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, we'll see what happens there. And you made a good point with just kind of getting comfortable with this group of receivers that he has. And maybe it's, like you said, he was force feeding Devontae in that playoff game. And maybe if he's just kind of loose and relaxing, he'll have different guys to throw to and look different ways. And maybe that does work out for him. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully they lose and suck the rest of the year because <laughs> exactly. screw the Packers. But yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. And yeah, it's going to be a fight to the finish. I still think the Vikings will win this division. Well, yeah, let's get to the Vikings. I think we got kind of got away where we were going to go Jets, Vikings, and we just got carried away. Obviously, we're uh, yeah. excited to talk about all this football. But the Vikings. Did you did you get up for the game on Sunday? Yep. So I was in Chicago and then was able to get up, eat, have a cup of coffee, watch the game. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, six was, six thirty start out here. Yeah, that's right. You were you up for it? Well, 
uh, I woke up and then fell asleep and then woke up and then <laughs> fell asleep and woke up. And then I watched the end of the game. So I got to see the, the, the all the fun, but I, I saw probably the f- first in the fourth quarter, mostly. Before we jump into the whole Vikings, what's your kind of opinion or what do you like kind of your view on the London series? I, I thought that was, I thought there was only one game. I didn't know Packers and Giants are going there next week. What do you, what do you kind of feel about London? I mean, clearly it's like, obviously a marketing money grab by the NFL. I think there's no doubt about that. Um, I think with the NFL, it's not that bad in my opinion. Like, um, like, yeah, it's not ideal to obviously travel that far, but you know, you're only playing one game a week. They schedule it out so that, you know, the teams aren't on short weeks and they play on Sundays. Right. And they have, you know, time to travel back. And, you know, most from my understanding, like most teams take Mondays and kind of like recovery day anyway. So it's not like the end of the world from like a player perspective, but um, yeah, I think they're just like, it, it's just the, it's common sense is like the first place that they're going to go is probably London to promote football. I guess if you're going to go around the world. Um, sure. But I mean, it's like nothing about that game got me extra excited. Like it was our team. I was excited for it anyways. It wasn't like, oh, I'm excited. Like, honestly, it sucked getting up that early. Like, I hated yeah. it. But just like the NFL always does, like, it just puts another, like, they they just have our nuts, like, in their hand. Because it's like 6.30, you're up watching football. 13 oh, hours of football on Sunday tr- that we watch. Literally. You know what I mean? And then, like, it's crazy. Because it's And we're going to do great. it every time. It's great. It's great. After I watched probably 10 hours of college football the day before, too. You know, like... It, it's football season. So like they got us, you know, they got me for sure. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it, but um, yeah. I mean, it's early out here, obviously the East coast, it's like a nine 30 start, which isn't nearly as bad, you know, but then you run nine 30 start into a, you know, which is, you know, another thing great about here is that the night games end at like eight o'clock or eight 30. Oh, come on down. Yeah. Usually in Minnesota, you know, it's like 10 30, the game's over. You're like, ah, shit, I gotta go to bed, but yeah, I'm in bed. Now it's like eight thirty. Let's you know have a snack. Maybe throw in a movie. I'm moving west. All right, I'll tell you. I'll Good. move west, yeah. dude. Just come out just here. solely because the NFL schedule and how it works. I'll move. Dude, west it's great. Think, think about this. On Sundays you wake up and you, you you know maybe you went out the night before, so you, you know you, you sleep in a little bit. You get like ten o'clock wake up. You're like I got two hours before football starts. That sucks. You know eating breakfast only takes forty five minutes depending on where you're going or what you're making, right? Yeah. But out here, dude, wake up 10 o'clock games are starting. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. You're just yeah, right there. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully you're not too hungover because you got to have your fun, like fantasy lineup set and everything ready to go. Cause usually never know if sleeping in, but well, yeah. that's what the, that's that what the Uber ride, sick. that's what the Uber ride home from the bar that's is true. for. And you, you know, got to set your lineups, make sure your bets are in. You know what I mean? Check the spreads. Like, I, I mean, you see some lines shifting late at night, dude. The sharps are always, you know, the sharp betters are, are making bets late at night. So even yeah. in college football, I mean, those 11 a.m. Those are 9 a.m. for you guys. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Holy smokes. I just realized. Yeah. That Gophers, too. Gophers, nine o'clock this past week, which, oh, man, that hurt. But yeah, that's tough. Dude, I just do it that with the London game. Did the Saints get charged as the home team? Like, did they lose a home game because of that? I think it's a neutral site game. I don't, I, I mean, I know it says like what is it? at New Orleans, but yeah, because no they had they... like all the Saints stuff on the side and everything, right? Like it was maybe they do, but maybe they there's got to be a way that like, that like, sucks. Like if I'm a Saints fan, that sucks if that gets like they lose a home game because of that. But oh yeah, I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh no, like they because they probably do, they do right? 
Because that's well, where like all the Saints stuff was on the side. And how many like, you supposed? Wasn't any well, Vikings with stuff. seventeen games, how many home games do they have now? It's not. It's not an even number. Because they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh no, they're both eight and eight. Yeah, but that's only sixteen games. Plus the Vikings game. Yeah. So some and teams Violet. have more. So the teams that don't play in London probably have. Yeah, let's see. That's where I was getting confused. I'm like, if you're taking away one of their home games. Yeah, how's that work for that season tickets sucks. holders? Like, do they get? Do they have an option to Discount buy t- or something? Like, yeah, or an option to go to London, but. Well, I'm sure they do, but like, how reasonable is that? Too, but the whole thing with London too, I always think it's so funny. Like it could be like with the Vikings and Saints, like there's jerseys of every single player from like 1995 till now of just yeah. every random player and team there. Saw Mark Sanchez jersey. That was funny. I was Beautiful. just like, what's going on? People just wear the most random stuff there. And it's but dude, do you, you gotta think about fun. people do that? People do that in, in America. Like people like it's literally like a hockey game. It's like Blackhawks Wild, right? And you'll yeah. just see like a Sidney Crosby jersey because it's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to a hockey game. Hockey, Gotta put my called? hockey jersey on. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's always yeah. hilarious. But I think, well, speaking of jerseys, what? How do you like the the Bengals new jerseys? Remember who the thurs, was, that Thursday night yeah, game, the so all white out. I was I was listening to this somewhere. I couldn't remember who said it, but I mean, it looked good now. But like, imagine those jerseys and like. February and it's like a snow game or something. Oh like, yeah. See, yeah. I was like, what is going on? But yeah, I think they look cool. It was a good Jersey matchup with the Miami. Ooh, and those electric. guys. Electric. I, like, I think it was the guys from part of my take. They were not saying the cake, but like those, those treats, like the zebra cakes. That's oh yeah. Yeah. Them the whole time. Yep. Yeah. I, I like them. Um, I think, yeah, I think I uh, the guys on part of my take said that that's like the only way yeah, that those jerseys it. made sense was that it was a Thursday night football game, like on Amazon prime video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if those jerseys are played Thursday on like a Sunday, day. they suck. <laughs> That's very. T- what do you think of the Saints? They had no helmet. Yeah, it was. The, it had it the, like, like the, the black. The There's like ten teams that have like new like alternate helmets. Yeah, I mean, the, I think how, changing helmets are kind of cool. Like um, the Giants had like kind of a cool uniforms this weekend too. I think those were throwback. sick, dude. But dude, the, didn't the jerseys I those like to not just be match? the primary for the Giants? But they I always didn't match the, the helmet. The, I liked it when it says Giants actually on the the helmet. Like I was thinking, oh about yeah, the little Giants movie against Cowboys, and that's what they used. Oh. They should definitely go back to that. Yeah, that's like that's like Tiki. Like the Vikings should go back to like the Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, like two thousand four oh, yeah. jerseys. Fire, go they back. Should, they should definitely mix those in more. I yeah. think they do once a year though, don't they? We use the or no, we always have the purple and white jerseys and then our alternate one that we use on the Thursday night is like the purple jersey with the gold numbers on it. That was the game me and you went to against the oh, Steelers. Yeah, they the, just have that the, gold. The, what do they call it? The color? Like the color rush combination. Yeah, color or rush. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But I, want, I wish we could do like that game. Back. Like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You've seen their jerseys this week too. They're they're doing the old Patriots, like the white helmets, like the old like 1985 page. It's sick, but. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I mean, some of the throwback jerseys, like if you had a good throwback setup, like you should definitely right. lean into it. Cause like, dude, like you think about um, like the whole point of that you got to imagine is just to sell more jerseys, like fancy those jerseys. Like, Oh, I want that one with my current player on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you see like a, like think about if you could get a Jefferson Jersey that looked like an old school monster. So cool. You know what I mean? Like, and to match but it with your monsters. Buying it. 
Yeah. We're buying it. Like if your team's like, it's kind of a no brainer to put these jerseys into circulation for one, one game a year. I think it's fun. Like I, I have no problem with it. I think like it's good to change. Change like up. you said, like <laughs> probably don't let the Bengals play in like a snowstorm in those jerseys. But like, other than that, I think, I think it's a cool addition to the league, but uh, yeah, I mean, those jerseys were, those are, it, it was very much like a college Jersey is what it reminded me of. Yeah. Like a, or like Oregon, they played, you know, they have a new, Oregon's got so many jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Cool though. Um, speaking of the Bengals, Bengals are two and two after looking terrible in their first two games. And then unfortunately beat your jets, which I know sucked. And then yeah. went in on Thursday night against, um, the dolphins, which I had the Bengals in that game, uh, on my betting. Now, shoot, since so he's got Sunday night against Sunday night against Baltimore, who beginning of the year, I did Baltimore first, Cincinnati second. In that division? Um, yeah. Pittsburgh third, Cleveland last. Um, I still think You're I'm going to stick with, I know, I know. I still think I'm going to stick with Baltimore winning the division. Lamar just looks like he's playing pissed off because he didn't get that contract. So he, I still think Baltimore will win that division, but yeah, I wasn't worried when Cincinnati went 0-2. I knew it's still like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T, I like that whole offensive team. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl last year, so I didn't think they were going to be go back to the old Cincinnati ways. Um, but, yeah, I'd still like Baltimore in that division. Um, where's this game? Is this Are they in Cincinnati or is it in Baltimore? Uh, it is in Baltimore. Okay. I, but so, so hear me out. The Bengals, like, slow start, like, I feel like – Jets week three, the last game with Flacco was like the per- perfect time for the Bengals to like play the Jets. Cause I do truthfully think that like the Jets are a much scarier team with Zach Wilson. Like I think it's pretty obvious. Obviously, like there is potential for him to like lose some games, like what you're talking about with interceptions, but there's also like way more playmaking ability, right? Yeah. So Jets didn't get a touchdown. They had four field goals. So I think like the Jets. The Bengals, so. That last week against the Bengals. Zach Wilson, like, nice moms, had to get that out there, too. Yeah, he does. Um, like, I think the bet, the bet it started, it's just like kickstarted the Bengals a little bit. And now they're going to be, you know, they rolled into to, to Miami on that Thursday night and like put up 42. Or no, that's sorry, that's the wrong game. They, they won, they didn't put up 42 points, though. Um, but, you know, now they're rolling a little bit and, like you said, that's a Super Bowl team from last year. They were supposedly going to fix the offensive line, which clearly was getting sacked all over the place last year in the playoffs. You know, they won against the Titans with seven sacks, and they had like 15 sacks for the first couple games, which obviously isn't ideal for Burrow. But um, I think it's a similar thing with like the Packers and Rodgers. Like um, Burrow was hurt preseason, didn't get a lot of reps in training camp, didn't play in any of the preseason games. So, you know, like just getting back in the flow of things, I think is, is like big for these guys. And I think like a lot of teams are using week one, even maybe week two with, you know, the extra game in the season now with 17 games, is kind of like a preseason, you know, they're getting back to you getting hit. Um, you know what I mean? Like you saw it with Jimmy Garoppolo, like he gets put in a game, looks terrible, comes back the next week and looks awesome. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how much it matters to take these reps with your teammates and, understand like the progressions and, 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 you know, your pre-snap calls and all that stuff that you just can't really like mimic that in any other way, but by actually doing it. Right. So if you don't play the preseason games, which I totally get because they're just high injury risk, like you go into week one, you're feeling out, 
what's going on. And, you know, I think the Bengals were a great example of that. And, you know, they, they played a different Steelers team. I think everybody's going to go back and look at like that Steelers week one loss is like, Oh my God, they lost the Steelers week one. Like the Steelers are going to be the worst team. But like, I don't know if you've seen these stats, but like the Steelers are insanely better when TJ Watt plays versus when he does. He makes such a difference on that defense. Like an insane Crazy. amount. So just the way they play too when he's on the field, like just the aura what that guy brings out to the field is crazy. Because the, when they lose, like, yeah, he's it, he like is a Mike Tomlin player. You know what I mean? Like they feel like a Mike Tomlin team when he's out there. Like they legitimately, I think, would be like three and one right now, even with Mitch Trubisky if they had TJ Watt. In my opinion, like. But without TJ Watt, obviously he's going to be out for probably the whole season. I have to imagine if yeah he's done. Like, I mean, if he gets something crazy towards the last couple of weeks, but he tore his back. So well, my point is with the Bengals, be. like the Bengals lost to them by three week one with TJ Watt, right? You know, so now that Steelers team is different. They played the Cowboys at the Cowboys week two and Michael Parsons, yeah, unbelievable team in the Cowboys, in my opinion. Like, like I really think that that defense, like is right up there with the bucks and the 49ers. Like it's, you have Micah Parsons, you have Diggs. like those are game changers. And like, yeah, Diggs gets beat every once in a while, but like you got Demarcus Lawrence on that line, which like, you cannot like it, it Parsons, in my opinion, with TJ Watt out, is like, he is, is the best defensive player right now. And I know people, you know, probably say Aaron Donald, but like Parsons is, is such a game changer. And so him disrupting the game against a, a, you know, like a, an offensive line that's still trying to figure it out in Cincinnati. So those are your two losses. So everybody's like, oh, and two Super Bowl, you know, hangover, this and that. Like, I think the Bengals are going to be fine. I think they got a tough game against the Ravens. But then after that, they play Saints, Falcons, Browns, Panthers, Steelers. Like, those all should be wins for them. So even if they lose, you know, even if they're sitting two and three after the Ravens game, like, they're probably going to win four straight games. You know what I mean? Like the, the Browns will be like a rivalry game. So that'll be fun. But like Monday night, but you know what I mean? Panthers are bad. The saints are playing with Andy Dalton. So it's like, those are winnable games for sure. So I think the Bengals are going to be fine. I think you're right. Like the Ravens probably are going to win that division in my opinion. Yeah. And but they have, let's, let's move to them a little bit. They, they obviously Lamar looks awesome, but they also have given up some really bad leads. Like, and he's looked awesome. That defense is looking that strong. Yeah. But also Lamar's made some mistakes down the line and, and I don't like critiquing Lamar because I think he's, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL besides Patrick Mahomes, which we can get to later, but That's Lamar, like, I just, uh, yeah. Um, we'll get to that. I can I, tell. I, oh, I, yeah, I'll, get, I'll get fired up about Mahomes and everybody overlooking him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, wait, did you did you watch the Dolphins game at all? Did you watch the end of the, the Ravens-Dolphins or the Ravens-Bills so last jumping week? back to the, yeah, we had the, so we always do at my place here, we got the red zone on, and then we'll have, like, the CBS or the Fox game on. And then right. we, I believe we had the Ravens-Dolphins on that day. So, I mean, just, yeah, when we saw what Lamar was doing at the beginning of that half and just throwing up all those points, and then just obviously with that defense collapsing there, that just kind of jumping onto that, like, I know there was some some word going around this week, kind of with like Harbaugh of like maybe what's going on with him and maybe is he the right guy or kind of what's going on with this defense there. But when well, the and the and the fourth down thing, yeah, that was. I don't really. 
when I just think of Baltimore, I just think they're just going to throw up 40 points every week just because this offense is so good. And I think just like, I feel like they're kind of having that Chiefs effect when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and they're just like, we have Lamar, we have our offense, we're just going to score and defense might not be that big to us and we're just still going to end up winning games. But yeah, I don't really, it's just so weird how they blew that game too. And I, they should have beat the Bills and just with that touchdown that they had when Lamar threw that pick too. I mean, if he can just work on, not making those mistakes, obviously everyone makes mistakes and there's going to be some interceptions there and stuff, but yeah, if they could just kind of limit that, but it was just weird to see that Harbaugh was like, is he the right guy? What's going on? I mean, I know it's just kind of little controversy, but I think Baltimore is going to figure it out with this division and they'll get stuff figured out with everything going on. I think that's a ridiculous like take by people to think that like Harbaugh is not the guy. Like yeah. you got first off, like, like, what? look what he's done while he's been there. Right. He took Flacco to a super bowl. Like the Ravens, like last year were like, the best team in the NFL before Lamar got hurt. And obviously they lost like eight straight after that, but like it's, it's such a crazy concept. And I think it's the same idea that, that, and I, and I love making these analogies and, and comparisons to other teams and in the sport, but like, look at what OU is going through without Lincoln Riley. Like they were like, Oh, we don't need Lincoln Riley. Like we can move on. Like we're going to get a defensive minded guy like this and that, like, I bet you they're missing Lincoln Riley pretty bad right now. Right. And like you go look around the league and like how hard it is to find good coaches. Like Matt rule is struggling in Carolina. Like all these guys that were supposed to be like surefire coaches that everybody's like, this is the hire for the team. Like you never know how bad it can get. Right. Like how bad a coaching situation can get. The giants could tell you jets fans, as you could tell, you know what I mean? Like the Jaguars last year with Urban Meyer, like, like there's can be some bad fits that you think are going to be good. So when you have somebody like Harbaugh, like how could you ever move off of a guy like that who has had so much success in a league that is so tough to have success. And he also brought in a quarterback that nobody thought was going to be an NFL ready quarterback in Lamar. And he made a system that worked around him. And now that's one of the best offenses every single year when Lamar's there, you know what I mean? Like that's talk about like elevating your players. And, and I agree. Cause I think they're going to be fine. They're a horrible run team. Defense has always been a little suspicious. Their defense wasn't that great last year due to injuries, but they were like the most injured team in the league, but they have a young, you know, Hamilton's young, their safety, the first rounder, like they're going to figure it out. I, th- I think like, um, I think moving forward, like their defense is going to be fine. Like you said, yeah, and, one thing I said too, um, with Baltimore was it too? I always love when Harbaugh like if there's a fourth down or a two point conversion, he'll just always look to Lamar and be like, Do you want to do this? I always just love that about coaches. He's just like, yeah. Do you want to go for it? Let's do this, not like thinking about himself and let's like, get on the same at, page. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like that's what I just love about him and just making sure that he's kind of with his players and asking what Lamar wants to do too. And obviously with him drafting him and the team that he has. So yeah, I it was just kind of like, what the heck? Why would you want to fire a guy like that too? So, so what are your what are your thoughts? And I know Staley and the Chargers, he was under fire for this last year and the whole like analytics conversation and going forward on fourth down in certain situations, you know, and like so in that Baltimore game against the Bills, like if, if for those of you that didn't watch it, it was it was twenty twenty, um, the Ravens were in the red zone and could have easily kicked a field goal, gone up twenty twenty three, and that obviously there was time left to give the ball back to the Bills, and instead of kicking the field goal and going up by three, they went for it on fourth down. Lamar ended up scrambling super deep and kind of throwing up a prayer to the end zone, which then got picked off in the end zone, which then was a touchback. So then they got the ball 20 yards out. Right. So everybody's like, well, you know, whatever Lamar should have just like thrown the ball away. 
Cause then it would have pinned them deep, you know, cause they were on like the, what the, they were inside the 10 yard line, maybe inside the five yard line, I think. And so, you know, everybody was like, well, if Lamar doesn't throw that pick, which I absolutely agree, then it makes the decision look different, but they still would have came away with no points. And like Josh Allen in that offense against the Ravens defense, like they probably would have gone down and scored anyways, but I'm curious on your thoughts on the analytics of it going forward on fourth down. Like how much do you think, I guess, like, analytics play into it obviously that's like their main decision but what about you know the momentum of the game and 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 what's and what is your team feeling like you said like he he goes to like um ask Lamar about what's going on but like do you think he should always go for it in those situations like is he leaning too much on land analytics no yeah as far as like the analytics side I was kind of thinking about that too I feel like it's just like with the momentum of the game of kind of like how it's going and how your team's been playing into I mean, if anything like fourth and inches, if you're on in the red zone, I feel like you should always go for that. Like the one I was reading somewhere, like fourth and inches or fourth and one, all you got to do is quarterback sneak and it works like 98% of the time or something. So I got to do, but um, yeah, as far as like analytics go, I think it's just like the tempo of the game and kind of just how your team's feeling and stuff. But yeah, like I said, I just would love to have a coach that would just ask my quarterback, anybody, Hey, should we do this? Let's do that. So um, yeah, as far as the analytics side, I'm, don't know too much on like the stats and the numbers behind it and everything that kind of goes into it too. So I'm just more of like, Hey, if you're, if you want to do this, let's do it. Let's. And I think it also, like you said, like it depends on like who you're playing. Like if you're playing Josh Allen, like you have to treat a fourth and inches different than if you're playing Mitch Trubisky, you know what I mean? Like that's not the same quarterback. That's not the same offense on the other side of the ball. So I think that, you know, like that should dictate some of the decision-making going into it um, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens are going to be a force in the AFC. It'll be fun to see them in the Bengals moving forward. Um, let's move into, I kind of alluded to this with the, with the Mahomes thing and, and the chiefs. Um, so, you know, going into this season, everybody was, uh, maybe not everybody, but I feel like there was just like this every year. There's like, there's just not enough buzz around Mahomes, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like he, he is, Patrick Mahomes, right? And and every time we see him on a primetime game and he makes those those crazy plays where he, he flips the ball or throws from a weird angle or throws those hips, everybody's like, holy cow, Mahomes is so good. And like, it, it almost seems like every single time that conversation comes back up, it's like everybody forgot how good Mahomes is. But like, why do you think that is? Like, what is it about Mahomes that like people move on from so quickly? Because the Chiefs are dominant. I mean, they, they stopped the Bucks defense, which was number one in, in points given up um, going into this week. And, you know, obviously they had a bad week against the Colts, which will happen. But other than that, they've put up 44, 27, 17, and then 41 again, like their offense is clearly good. Everybody thought that he was going to suck without Tyreek Hill. Like they don't have that over the top guy. And he's like, Juju's fine. And Kelsey's obviously still elite, but like, he's making a bunch of like mid-level wide receivers look really good. Like something that we maybe thought Aaron Rodgers would do without Devonte, but like Mahomes is doing it and he's making it look pretty easy. If you know what I mean? Like what's your, why do you think people move off of Mahomes and why do you think they, they thought it was only because of Tyreek? Dude, I think it's crazy before the season started. I know people might think I'm nuts kind of about my prediction right now, but like before the season, I picked chiefs, Buccaneers, Super Bowl, chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I thought it was more, I know that the bills were favored and like, obviously what happened to them last year with that game. Um, but I thought it was more of like 
Patrick Mahomes is going to come out and have a big fuck you because they they won that game, but then they lost the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was going to come out and be like, you know what? I still got that dog in me. I mean, I'm Patrick Mahomes. I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to win five Super Bowls in his career. So I thought after that season that, oh, he's coming out. This is going to be his year. He's going to hold everyone. Everyone's got the bills. They're that team. They lost this game. But it's still Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're seeing him do the 360s, throwing this ball. Like, this guy can do anything on a football field. So I definitely would say that's why I picked him as my favorite, just because he was like, you know what? I think people are kind of forgetting about me. They're thinking about Buffalo. Josh Allen, he's this new guy. He's past me. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm still, I'm still Patrick Mahomes. Why, dude? The Bills haven't won shit. I, I feel like just kind of, I mean, like they don't, they want to pick Buffalo obviously because that game and what happened there and they, which the chiefs won, which they, yes. Yeah. And they get Von Miller and chiefs lose Tyreek. And that's just where I'm just like, Mahomes is like, I don't, I don't care what happens. Like I Dude, still with you, yep. I think there was like three touchdowns last week that I didn't even know players were on the chiefs. Like there was three receivers. I was like, I don't know who's scoring, but Pat, I could play for the chiefs maybe and make Patrick Mahomes would make me look like a, Hall of Famer. I mean, I'm not going to do that. And I, I probably couldn't do that, but that guy can make anyone look good. Oh, dude, I, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm with you there. I remember, I think Justin Watson, like one of their tight ends. Dude, I agree. I think, I, I think their only hole is their, is their secondary right now is that any team can really pass the ball on them. But as you saw last year, like Mahomes can outpass anybody. Like the Bills absolutely torched the Chiefs defense, right? We saw it happen. But then Mahomes, you know, just out-torched the Bills' defense, right? You know, so – and the Bills' defense is supposed to be their strong suit. You know, obviously Josh Allen's their guy, but, like, I just think it's crazy that that, that people are so easy to move. Just like, ah, we're going to pass the torch to Josh Allen here. Like, the AFC is now Josh Allen's. After, like Josh, – Josh Allen's team finished, what, probably third? I mean, I know they, they don't have a third-place game in the AFC, but, you know, you had, you had Mahomes – and Burrow in front of him last year, like what makes, what makes anybody think that the bills were just going to like absolutely stomp the AFC. Sorry, folks, technical difficulties. Hopefully we're back on set and didn't lose anybody there. Um, but yeah, just, just going on Mahomes again, like, and I'm not exactly sure where I, I, my mic cut off. So we'll see, we'll see when we go back and edit this up. But uh, I just think that, after last year and, and watch him in the postseason, like, like he's, he just is still Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like he, he's always going to be Mahomes. I think he's like you've said, and I know we talked about this last year and you think he's going to win five Super Bowls, which I think is totally plausible, which I think last year I kind of like was like, Oh, I, like that's pretty tough, which I still agree. It's not going to be easy to win five Super Bowls, which I don't think you were going to ever saying that it was easy, but like Mahomes also is just like better at quarterback than, maybe anybody like I, I, I think he's better than Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. I think he's, if similar. I could have one quarterback on my team, I'm taking Mahomes right now. And he's younger and he had a better start to his career than the, all these guys in front of him. You know what I mean? Like he, he came out quick and like hot and like, I don't see him slowing down, especially if Andy Reid's there, like those two together are going to be pretty unstoppable for years to come. And like, it's going to be probably him and the bills at the top. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're picking chiefs or Ravens right now, you're probably picking chiefs, chiefs or Bengals. you're picking chiefs, chiefs or bills. Like that might be a toss up for people because people still love the bills. And I don't understand why, like, yeah, they're good. I get it. But like, we still need to see them do something before we just anoint them the new like champ of the AFC. You know, the chiefs have been there. Like if you're talking about AFC dynasties, like the only team that's 
ever stopped the Chiefs since Mahomes was there was the Patriots and Tom Brady. Well, he's no longer there. Patriots are not a concern of the Chiefs anymore. You know what I mean? They got a day with Zappy right now. So they're going to be chilling against the Patriots and Belichick. But like the Chiefs have really nobody in their way, in my opinion. Like it's theirs for the taking right now. The Bills secondary obviously is hurt right now. And but you know what I mean? Like they almost lost to the Ravens. Like the bills aren't perfect. There's no perfect football teams. Like salary cap makes sure that there's no perfect football teams. So I think it'll be an awesome playoffs, but like if I had to put money on end of the season MVP, like, like I could see Mahomes winning the MVP this year. Yeah. He's had, you know, he's Got had a decent couple of games, well. but like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he doesn't run as much as, you know, Lamar and Jalen. So like maybe he won't have the rushing touchdowns like those two are going to have, but like, so, you know, total touchdowns accounted for, I'm not sure. And like the Ravens offense is like pretty explosives, you know, like they get in the the red zone and then Lamar throws like five touchdown passes and he only throws for like 200 yards in that game, which is pretty crazy, but. um, Kind of jumping on that too. Like with that AFC championship game, would you rather see that chiefs bills, that matchup that everyone's looking for within that? Or would you rather take like a, I'm going to throw some options here, like chiefs bills, bills, Ravens, a crazy Lamar team against the chiefs. Like who do you kind of have an ideal matchup that you'd look for within that AFC? Or do you kind of like that? What happened with the Bengals last year? And they just like this team out of nowhere wins the wild card. They just go on this crazy run, makes the Super Bowl, or are you kind of looking for, all right, give me the Josh Allen, Mahomes, Lamar, Mahomes, whatever it is. I think personally as like a Lamar and Mahomes fan, like I would love to see those two play in the AFC championship. Um, just cause I like partially, like for me, I just want to see like Lamar prove to people that he can win playoff games. Like that's where I think I want to start. So if they make it all the way to the AFC championship game, like I, I think they would lose um, to the chiefs at that point. But like, I think we, like everybody wants like a bills chiefs at some point, like it doesn't have to be the AFC championship game, but like it could be the second round. Like we saw last year. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be great, but like, I would, I think like, I want my final four teams to be bills, chiefs, Bengals, Ravens. Like that's what I want the final four in the AFC to be like, Dolphins, we'll see what happens with Bridgewater, but like realistically, like I don't see them making the final four. Like Browns are currently in first place in in the AFC North, and like yeah, they're gonna get Deshaun back at some point. And like technically, you know that that not technically that that roster is good, you know. So we'll see with that. But I, the, the the Browns are never an exciting team in my opinion. Um, you know, you're talking about who's going to come out of the AFC South, which like at this point, like who knows, you know what I mean? Like you get the Jags, Titans or Colts all fighting for it. Jags are good, but like jumping in the AFC South before we like had a break there on the podcast. I think the last take I took was that the Colts were going to be in the AFC championship. Do you remember I said that? I said, Matt Ryan coming to this team with the Colts was going to be like, they were going to steamroll this division. That's just the biggest slap in the face to me right now. But I thought they were going to be, I thought Jonathan Taylor after the year he was having, you get Matt Ryan, you just lose, like you don't have Carson Wentz and you have that quarterback who's been to the Super Bowl and he has the yards and he has the stats, but God, the way the Colts have looked, they just look horrible right now. Dude, have you seen the numbers that like the trajectory of Matt Ryan right now fumbles? Like if he kept on the pace that he's on through four games, he would have 38 fumbles this year or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to have like a breakout year. He was like, a dark horse I had for like 
MV, not MVP, but just like a crazy quarterback season. And that's just not working out right now. So oh, yeah, if you're a Colts fan, that's just depressing with going from the Wentz and obviously the quarterbacks they've had and just not getting it figured out. But yeah, even with Jonathan Taylor, I don't think Jonathan Taylor's had that great of a year. I think he got injured last week too. So not yeah, really everything's, kind, everything's kind of all over the place with the Colts right now too. And I, I mean, defense was unbelievable and they can't do anything right now. So it's early and, and, like you know what I mean like I try not to jump to too many conclusions unless yeah. you've like seen it play out but like we're gonna Colts, do this each week and we're gonna see what happens here the on Col- this the Colts thing. roster to me like you said like should be better than one two and one now how much of that is on Matt Ryan I don't know how much of that is on Frank Reich I don't know but you also see this history of like the Colts underperforming under Frank Reich like their roster last year was insane and they had Carson Wentz which like obviously potentially held them back quite a bit but like, is Matt Ryan at this point in his career, like that much better than Carson Wentz? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like both of them aren't great is my point. You know what I mean? Like, I think they both like Carson Wentz likes throwing picks. Matt Ryan apparently likes fumbling the ball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but then again, like the Titans don't scare me. The Jags like are pretty good, I think, but like, they're still super young. Still the Jags. And, like, yeah. And, and their their head coach is great, but they're also just young. Like Trevor Lawrence is young. Their backfield is young. Their wide receivers don't have a lot of these experience. Like their defense is young and they're talented. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve at some points, you know, like Sunday they're up 14 zero against the Eagles and then they're blowing the lead. Obviously the Eagles are really good, but like 14 rip and they don't even score the rest of the game. So um I one thing too that you jumped on that I heard about this. It's always gets under my skin how the Colts like how they have a tie. Like I don't get how the NFL still has ties in the league, like a professional sports league, and you can still end up tying in a regular season football game. Blows my mind. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the like that's the biggest the thing I hate absolutely about the changed. NFL. It's horrible. The overtime just need there should no longer be ties. All those rules need to be changed. Like. Oh, it makes me so – I hate seeing a tie on the record. Like, it just throws me off. So, I always – I think it's like a hockey, like, oh, the yeah. overtime extra points. That's what I see when I see those. So, I'm like, what's going on? That always just gets under my skin. But Well, I think, yeah, too, no. when it comes down to the end of the year, like, most fans don't understand how to, like – like oh, How a tie that... affects the playoff. Yeah, it's just exactly. like, what's going on? It's – yeah. It sucks. I hate it. It's so bad. The overtime rules definitely need to change, in my opinion. And I think that – the league needs to be okay with having different rules during the regular season versus the postseason. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, like let's go to the college. College is fun. Yeah. Why not? Sick. People like that. There's action. That's I think you should back see. it. I think they should back it up a little bit, but I think they should do college because it's 25 yeah. in college, right? They both get a ball from the 25. Sure. Dude, so 30, would, 30, 35 yard line. Yeah. That'd be, That'd be sick. Fun. Especially with the NFL teams and all the, or even the 40 league, dude crazy 40 yard line yeah that'd be that'd be great well i guess we sort of looked at the afc picture so maybe we should just jump to overall so we can wrap up here on the on the nfc picture and cover some of those top teams um who do you think you have in the nfc championship game right now um and i can go first if you want and I think it's going to be the Bucks and 49ers. I mean, this is trying to be unbiased from the Vikings because I'm, I'm rooting for the Vikings and in my head it's going to be the Vikings. But I see those two defenses are going to be the most consistent throughout the season. And 
I don't see, I just, I don't know. We'll see with the Eagles. Obviously it's a lot of hype. They're four and zero right now. Cowboys defense is really good too. But to me, it's just like Tom Brady's going to get going at some point. He started to kind of get going, you know, and that's a large if, if they, if they, if they stay healthy, like they're one of they're in my opinion, the best team in the NFC, they have a defense. Yes. They got exposed by the chiefs, but like we said, it's fucking Patrick Mahomes. It's like, it's going to happen. That's what I'm like, t- with, perfect. That's what I think. That's why I chose beginning of the year. Mahomes, Brady chiefs winning, sending Brady off in the retirement for good ending on a loss. That's what I saw at the beginning of my head. Um, <laughs> that's literally what I saw. I was like, this is going to happen here, but I totally agree that yeah, give, give the Bucs some time, Tom Brady, some time. I like that pick. I, and I think the 49ers are scary, dude. I think you like, they lose week one in a monsoon in Chicago with Trey Lance, like st- starting like ugly game, right? Probably don't look too much into it. Next week, they dominate the Seahawks with Trey Lance still playing like, all right. Then you get the Broncos. Um, well, and Trey Lance gets hurt, sorry, in, in the Seahawks game. Then you get Jimmy Garoppolo against the Broncos and the Broncos defense is actually pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, but y- you could, you could talk a lot about the 49ers and the fact that, Jimmy G apparently didn't have the playbook until that week he was supposed to be starting because they thought he was going to get traded. So you have Jimmy G not even having the playbook. You know, he hasn't taken any snaps because Trey Lance has been the, the QB one. So Jimmy Garoppolo has proved that he can take a team that has a really good defense and take them really far. And we saw it last year. We've seen it before. Like the 49ers are good. Shanahan's a good coach. Their defense is nasty. Like that's a, that's a, that's a big team. Like that's a big score opportunity with Debo Samuel, Ayuk. Like they're going to run the ball down your throat. Like some dudes, they have Kittle. If Kittle can stay healthy, like he's a big playmaker too. So like, I think they're two and two, but I think you're looking at a completely different team than you, than you saw in the Broncos and bears loss. Like I truthfully believe if you have Jimmy Garoppolo against the bears, they win. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo has more than one week under his belt, like he looked really good against the Rams and like, so you give him that progression that he took from week one to week two, like they would have beat the Broncos. The Broncos don't scare me. So you could easily have them sitting at four and oh, and the Vikings have some holes. The Eagles look like they have no holes right now, but like, like, I, I don't know what Sirianni is as a coach. Like, I don't know what Jalen Hurts that, is like, you know what I mean? So that's we'll why I'm see. not jumping on Philly just cause like how, good they are now and i just think something's gonna happen in the long run um but kind of just going off from a prediction i was taking the the buccaneers like i said in the super bowl i don't know why i want to say this right now but i think for my other team i'm gonna say the cowboys man dude i'm with you with that defense like that defense is unreal like unbelievable and they're three and one Dak obviously has been out cooper's been winning games like Look at they their got, schedule. They got their Gallup up, back. They got LA, and then they play Philly, and then they got Green Bay and us, and then they got the Giants, the Colts, Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Washington. Like they could, they could make a run with this team. And if you get Dak just playing somewhat decent, just a little bit decent, but you have that great of a defense, I could see them making the NFC Championship. And that's why I kind of just want to see it because I feel like they have just a little bit more something in them than I feel like Philly would come down there in the long run. So. So here's my thing is I absolutely agree that if you put that roster anywhere else, if you put them in any team's organization that isn't the Cowboys, I agree. But I, there's something about the Cowboys in the playoffs yeah. and down the stretch that just 
seem to mess things up. Especially with hard. last year, losing that Niners game, like everyone was favored. Like everyone knew the Niners, like I pretty sure they were favored. Like everyone was picking the Niners and that too. So yeah, if, but the if Eagles, they can figure that out and they deck and just stay healthy and play decent. Like when he was playing last year during the regular season, he was decent, but the way he started this year, it hasn't been hurt good. And obviously he got hurt. So I just think with that defense and kind of what but the only, the, the only thing we saw him was I'm against just the Bucks on a crazy defense, right? Run. Yeah. The only thing we saw him was against the Bucks defense, which in my opinion, it's the Bucks, Cowboys, 49ers. Like those are the three like really elite defenses that like come to mind. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like week one, you're getting used to the team. Like I said, he probably didn't play preseason. I didn't really follow preseason because it really means nothing. You know what I mean? These guys aren't taking real reps. Most, I should say most teams aren't taking real reps. So I think Dak, like Cooper Rush is fine, but like, we're not going to, like we said, like Dak is a better quarterback. So the Cowboys, I agree, are, are going to be a really good team. Now, the only thing is like their schedule works a little against them versus the Eagles. Like the Eagles have a much easier schedule. So I think if the Cowboys... For me, it's going to be they're going to have to go through the wild card, and they're probably going to get matched up against a tough team. Probably the first round, like I could easily see like Cowboys Vikings first round of playoffs because like Eagles are probably going to get the one seed just based off their schedule. So therefore, they're going to get a bye. I could see the Rams or the Bucks taking the two seed or the three seed, right? So then the Rams or Bucks have a bye. So then Packers Cowboys probably coming out of the playoff or the wild card, like they're going to have to play one of those two teams in the first round is either be Bucks, 49ers, Packers. Whoever comes out of that wild card round, I always love. Like I always love the wild Momentum. card teams. They Momentum, just always it, it works every time, I swear. They just the wild card team somehow ends up in the Super Bowl or at least the conference championship. You saw just it last with games. the 49ers. 49ers yes. rolled into Green Bay after a, and Green Bay basically had a bye week and they got stomped. So not stomped, but they they got they lost, you know. So I agree. Um I think and there's the going to be some crazy team, some crazy that happens every year. Some like the Bengals last year, something's going to happen. People are like, what the hell's going on? Like when the giants won their two super bowls, they're like nine and seven. They ended up winning the thing. Like it's, but, but you have to be, you have to be crazy. there. You have to be there. You know what I mean? Like the Bengals had a good enough True. team to make the playoffs. So I think that like the Cowboys could be that team. I agree that like will surprise people in the playoffs. They do have the, the Bengals, maybe not the Bengals offense, but the Bengals didn't have any defense and the Cowboys have that defense. Like they have big playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. And if they get Dak back, they get that offense going. Like they get, CD you know what I mean? Like CD, Zeke Michael Gallup. I think with Zeke and Pollard too, I think they're kind of just like, dude, they can run the ball. They're just running with those. It's the one, two punch. I don't think they're like, I don't think, yeah. I think Zeke got over the fact. He's like, okay, I'm not like the getting the ball every single time. He knows Pollard like could be the RB one there easily. So I think they're just, he's just like, you know what? Let's just do this together. Let's win some games and hopefully Get, but I think it's the other role, thing but, too is that you see Zeke usually like starts the season really hot, kind of runs out of energy towards the end of the year, and then you see Pollard like really dominate. Now they're like splitting it throughout the whole season. So hopefully, like both of them last, you know, like they can go into the postseason with a little more like you know still energy and their bodies aren't breaking down because everybody knows by the end of the year like you running backs have taken so many hits, right? So yeah. if you got two dominant running backs like they do, then you get Schultz back from his injury. You got Dak, you get Gallup, who who looked nice, caught a touchdown pass, like looked good. Then you got CD, who's like coming into his own, like kind of coming out party the last couple of weeks of like, I'm a wide receiver he's one. Like that catch in the back of the end zone during that game. Like he's a legit guy, obviously. And so like if Dak comes in and just doesn't fuck up, dude, like that 
that offense is legit. And that defense is even more legit. So like I would be, that would be a tough wild card matchup based off of what they're, they're going to go into the playoffs. They're going to be like 10 and seven, 11 and six, probably right, right around there. And they're going to get some team in the first round that is not going to want to play Dallas. And Dallas doesn't have to go play at home. I feel like Dallas might even be. That's what I the think road. they need. Get them out. Get them yes. on the road. Dude, Dallas, the whole effect. The pressure. Dallas yes. The, the pressure of and everything Dallas. there and Jerry Jones screaming down your throat. That's what screws them. I think, I think they need to go into somewhere cold. I don't know what it needs. Hopefully they do play the Vikings. Fuck them. We're going to beat them. But yeah, um, I think they need to get out of Dallas for that first game, win that. And they're like, you know what? We can do this. We have the team. We have the defense. We have that. Let's just keep it going. I think yeah. exactly to your point. They just, people come into Dallas and they just bully them and they're like, what's going They just like, don't know what's going on. But dude, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That's been my, my Cowboys take is that people just, people are just like, Oh, like this and that, like Dax hurt, like write them off. And then Cooper rush, like they win a bunch of games. Now they're sitting three and one. And like, cause you know what I mean? Like you see the Eagles go four and oh, and you're like, Oh, they've got this division locked. Like Cooper rush. Like if you would have told me to start of the season, Eagles are going to start four and oh, and Dak's going to get hurt game one. And they're going to have Cooper rush play three straight games. In my mind, I'm like, Cowboys are going to be like one and three. They're going to be having to claw their way back into the playoffs, but now they're three and one. They're only a game back from the, the yeah. Eagles. Like they're sitting phenomenal. Like if you're the Cowboys, you're like, we can win with Cooper. Like he's Cooper five needs and a bonus. That dude needs better get paid just to be the backup. As a starter. Like, that's crazy. And that's such a good feeling. Like if, for instance, Dak comes back, he plays unreal. Let's say have great regular season. And then you get to the playoff game or something happens and he gets hurt. Like you, obviously that wouldn't be ideal, but that no, would but you're if talking you're If we're game, talking about momentum, and you have Cooper Rush, and he's won three games. It's not you're like not the worst nervous. thing in the world. Yeah. It's like Joe Webb's coming in, and you're like, this game's over. Yeah, because like, think about Packers. Like, think about the done. Packers if Aaron Rodgers got hurt in a playoff game. Yeah. Everybody would be like, Completely holy shit. It's we got, you know what I mean? We got Jordan Love coming in. Like, we got yeah. no prayer. But, like, it, talk about, like, the momentum of a team. Like, so Dak comes back, you know, two weeks, three weeks from now, whatever it is. They start winning again, like, in the, in the back of their mind, like, you're right. Like, he gets hurt in a playoff game because, like, he does seem to get hurt a decent amount. Cooper Rush comes in there, picks right back up where he left off. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, and, like, everyone, all the Cowboys fans and everyone that's watched this year knows a little bit, like, okay, he's done it before. He's won three games. You don't have to get completely worried. I mean, if it is a playoff game, hopefully, like, you never know what could happen. But, yeah, yeah that's what that's what's crazy about Cooper Rush. So, that that's just wild. No, I think – as usual, like the playoffs are going to be nuts and I'm super excited for what the NFC is going to have. Cause I, like I said, I think it's going to be, cause what there's, is there, is there three wildcard teams now? Right. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three. So right now, if the season ended today, the playoffs for the NFC would be Eagles, Vikings, Buccaneers, 49ers. Then your three wildcard teams would be Cowboys, Giants, and Packers, <laughs> which I don't think yeah. anybody thinks that the Giants are going to make the playoffs. No. I think they've had a lollipop first couple of games and they just might lost. get Odell back. Yeah. No, I think the Rams are going to beg for him to come back. Yeah. The, Ram, the Rams the last night. Terrible. My God. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like out of your, I'm going to list off these teams that are sitting right below it two and two. Like, who do you think is going to make that last wild card? Cause I think, I think what we're looking at for the playoffs is going to be Eagles, Vikings, Bucks, 49ers, and then you're going to have Cowboys, Packers in the wild card, and then a third team, right? So Dude. you have Rams, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Giants, Bears, Panthers, Saints, Lions, Commanders. Like nobody thinks the Bears are going to make the playoffs. Commanders, 
Saints, Panthers, probably out of the situation. But what do you think about Seattle? Okay, two things. One, Seattle, I'll jump on this first. Kudos to Geno Smith. He's putting, he's balling Hooking. out. He didn't think, Hooking. didn't see that coming at all. He's out playing Russell right now. It's just a big old fuck you to Denver on that. So that's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's crazy to see. Just kind of going with that team, how I see them. I don't know how I see. I mean, they lost to the Falcons. The Falcons are more fun this year. They kind of got a little bit of offense, but yeah, I don't, I can see the Seahawks making it close towards the end. But the one thing I want to say, my freaky team that you did, that was bad. Dude, I could see the Cardinals going kind of berserk. I mean, D hops out, they get him back. Maybe that defense, I mean, they got JJ Watt. They kind of got some guys, Buda Baker. They might be a team that could get hot. I feel like last year they started off five and zero. People are favoring them. It's Kyler Murray. They got this offense. You never know. I feel like they kind of needed this little bit of rough start, kind of get, you know, get things figured out. I think you get D hop back. Maybe they win some three, two games towards the end of the season. They get a wild card. I don't know. Dude, okay, just well, with like let's, knowing let's Kyler Murray at quarterback and just what he could possibly do, they're kind of my sleeping wild card team that can make When do they get D Hop back? Week seven? He's out yeah. six games, right? So week seven is one, two, three, four, five, six. So Saints, first game, Thursday night against the Saints. That could be a win for sure. Then they play the Vikings, probably a loss. Seahawks, probably a win. Rams. Eh, toss up 49ers loss chargers probably lost patriots that'll be a tough one broncos win bucks loss falcons win yeah dude i mean they could make it's a just run. Gonna i agree i think i think like they're the completely different they're completely different offense with the cardinals that's it's i just like just knowing that kyler's quarterback d hops there james connor like that they have the weapons and that's what kind of like that's well, where i kind of like the Bengals came Rondo in Morrow like, come back at some point, right? yes so like I'm not saying they're a great team. Their hands down in the Super Bowl, but I'm just saying if they win a couple games and there and beat some beat the Niners, beat the Rams once in the division, it can maybe make a run. So, yeah, I think in in looking at the teams like that we're talking about that are going to be on like the Rams have a tough schedule too. Like like Rams got Cowboys, Panthers, 49ers, Bucks, Cardinals, Saints, Chiefs, Seahawks, Raiders, Packers, Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks. Like that's a tough schedule. And like, so I agree, like the Cardinals probably have an easier schedule. Now, if I had to pick a team right now, I'd probably pick the Rams, but like, like you're right. I think that team is completely different with D hop. And I think, um, I was listening to a podcast and them talking about, uh, what D hop means for that team. Like he does, like everybody obviously knows, like from a football perspective, like how good of a wide receiver he is, but like, like just from like a catch perspective, but like he does so much more for that offense. I think he opens up the field. He blocks better. Like he's a guy who actually wants to block. Like from my understanding, Marquise Brown isn't a, isn't a very good blocker. So like that adds an element to that offense that I think that like. Forgot about him. He's been balling. Yeah. But I think he like his game is going to be elevated so much more when D hops there, when the secondary, when the safety has to cover over and under on, on D hop. You know what I mean? Like Marquise Brown is a speed guy. Like he's a deep threat. Like, like he can take the top off the defense in a way that like, I think you're going to see the, the offense and King and, and, and this is kind of my, my end statement on the Cardinals is I'm not a very, very big believer in Cliff Kingsbury where I think he's like, I think Kyler's good. He has his faults, but like, I think Kingsbury just like, isn't, 
that great. Like, I think he's like, no, I think a lot of it, just this like good looking guy coming in has kind of had that high offense at Texas tech or yep. where he was before. And he's just kind of had some quarterbacks that were like, maybe they took a chance and were like, Hey, let's go with this guy. But yeah. And with last week too, you saw Kyler and Cliff were like beckering at each other on the sidelines too. So I don't know. I could, if they like, if the Cardinals fall out this year, I think it could maybe be a good way to kind of look at something else there. Cause I don't, dude, he's got the, I would move on from him. Yeah. I think he's just kind of there because they were just thinking he could be good, but like he really hasn't done much. No, I agree. I think he, yeah, I think he let them down big time after the start that they had last season, you know, with that roster that they had. Yeah, everyone is hammering the Cardinals. They're like, oh, yeah. five and oh, they got this. It's Kyler D. Like everyone's like, oh, yeah, they might be Super Bowl. And then just completely kind of blew it towards the end there. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they see with the Cardinals there. But I think it, I'm I think excited. you're right. It's going to come, that last spot's probably going to come down to Cardinals Rams. Like, you got to think Sean McVay is going to get that team into shape and to be in competition. So it's like, yeah, Rams probably the better team in the Cardinals, but like Cardinals have an easier schedule, you know, man, they're getting D hop back. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's a big boost. That's a big boost. So, so we'll see how that plays out. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Cowboys sleeper. If they still can be that's considered like. a sleeper three and Dak one. stays but. healthy. Just does his job. I mean, you're not, See, but the defense, man, you just don't have to be like, he doesn't have to be over the no, top going, no. throwing up 6,000 numbers. Just, just don't throw picks and don't fumble. The ball. Don't throw picks. Don't break your thumb. Do your thing. <laughs> don't break your leg. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, well, that should, uh, should cover pretty much most NFL things up to this point. I think we, we hit on most of our points. Um, I don't think we talked about the chargers, but it's just like another typical Chargers year where like we don't have to talk about them much because like everybody knows how second everybody knows how good their roster is but they just have so many injuries so it's like if they're healthy they're going to be scary if they're not they're going to be average you know what I mean so but you're yeah, right I, I still Chief, think Chiefs Chargers Raiders Broncos that's what I had yeah I think you're going to be right because I think the Broncos the Broncos look terrible and I think the Raiders are better than the record states um Quick, what do you think? What do you think about Denver right now? Is it more of Russ sucks or Hackett just is kind of getting lost in this? I think it's a combination of both, and I think it's a lot of both. I don't think it's more one than the other. I think Russ, like Russ, is in a new offense. I also think that like, and I I don't want to like talk too much on his personality. Obviously, I don't know him, but like what you see in the media is just like he just seems like he's like he just tries to like be too nice and be you know he, he you know he you know what his personality is is kind of like corny like always positive yeah. guy but like he has like no killer instinct it seems like you know what i mean i feel like he used to have some killer instinct but like like he you know what i mean like he just doesn't yeah, he seem doesn't look like as he, much like he does we're kind of jumping on that too like aggressive point like do you think if you give this team maybe they go 500 below 500 they're not great this year do you think they can make a really big jump back next year with kind of giving Hackett a year under his belt, maybe Russell being a new team, maybe they make a. I mean, Russell maybe, is their future. Yeah, they signed him. He's there. He's locked in for the next what four or five years. So maybe this I think is he kind of that first year be, jitters with Hackett and him. Yeah, and, exactly what you're saying. I think it's just like if they continue on this path, like everybody's just going to write it off as like, oh, it's you know, it's it's Russell's first year in that offense. You know, he was with Pete Carroll in Seattle for so many years. Like now he's changing things. Like it's a different setting. And he's like. I just, 
I don't know. Like, I, I think Russ is like a great quarterback and he, you know what I mean? But I don't think he is as as great as he was in Seattle at all. Like, I think he, he, he declined quickly and we'll see what he does. But like, dude, he has a ton of weapons around. I know Javante's hurt and it's going to be out for the season, but like he had two really good running backs. Obviously, Melvin Gordon is having his his fumbling issues right now, but Sutton, like Judy, like good wide receivers to throw to. He has what fan at tight end or no fans in Seattle. Um, the I don't crazy know last to, name. Yeah, I don't know how to yeah. say his last name. Albert, no, I think is his first that. name. He's got the talent there too, and kind but of. But the Broncos defense is legit too, dude. Like, yeah, they got some dogs. Like, I think Randy Gregory is probably going to be out for was a while, but going crazy against. I can't remember who it was, but because Devontae. Yeah, Devontae. We're kind of jumping onto the. Did you say Raiders. Sertan? Yeah, Sertan was. Yeah, he's kind of nasty. playing tough with um, Devontae, but I know jumping just jumping into this division there with the Raiders. Say the Raiders just suck and like completely. Maybe they won like five games or six. Like, are you looking at? McDaniels or Carr, like should we make a move with like McDaniels was the head coach of the Broncos like five years ago and they sucked. It's horrible. I don't know if this is McDaniels thing, but everyone's like he goes to the Patriots and he's just this guru every time he goes to New England and he's doing great. But it's like who are you looking at here? It's like is Derek Carr the guy? I, Personally, I, think, I don't think he is, but like maybe, I don't think I, they would fire him after one season. No, but it's like, do you think like if they do that, if they let's say they're horrible, they win five games this year, next year they're five hundred. Is it like is this a Derek Carr thing or is this like you like Derek Carr? I never have really believed in him that much, but it's like maybe I think he's. I know we get into this with quarterbacks, about, like who you're going to bring in and stuff. Who you get, it takes forever to kind of get a quarterback and everything, but yeah, I think it's that Derek weird. Carr is like, better than he good. gets credit for. I don't think he's necessarily like a franchise changing quarterback. Like I see Derek Carr in a very similar like areas like Kirk Cousins, like is a really good quarterback, like top probably 15 quarterbacks in the league, like absolutely you can go win games you can go make the playoffs like if you have a good team right but he is nowhere near Mahomes like nobody's saying he is no he's not a Herbert you know what I mean like he's not a Tom Brady he's not an Aaron Rodgers and like that is what you ultimately get compared to as a quarterback in the NFL but is that fair I don't know probably not but that's just a matter of fact is like those are the people winning games it's like that's who you're going to get compared to so like is it Derek Carr's fault no, I think he like plays pretty well for like who he is as a quarterback. Now I think McDaniels isn't a, I don't think he's a head coach. I don't think he's cut out to be a head coach. You saw it in Denver. Like yeah. that's just always the, the mind boggling thing is like you see a guy struggle and then go be really successful as an offensive coordinator again. And then you're like, what, what makes you think that he's going to be successful all of a sudden? Like, did he need yeah. more, more time? Yeah, he went back the, to the same Bill system. Belichick too. And then Brady and he's had that. How much like, of it? Yeah. going to be great. How much of that is even him? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. Look at the Patriots and, now without Tom Brady. Go, yeah. So what I Weird. see happening is I see the Raiders struggling this year, probably finishing third, right around 500, right? They're probably going to finish right around 500 is my prediction, right? Because they're probably going to lose the Chargers and Chiefs. And then they're already one and three to start the year. Um, so let's say they finish 500, right around 500. They go out next year and struggle because they're still in that division and the chargers are still young and nasty and the chiefs still have Mahomes and are still going to be Andy Reid. Like that's what's scary about like, that. What do you, like, what they, do you they might, they might be stuck that? with that and not be able to get yeah, out. But McDaniels is going to get like my, what I was going to say is McDaniels is going to get bounced. He's going to go back to the Patriots because the Patriots have no offensive coordinator because they have two offensive coordinators right now running their offense in new England. And neither of them are offensive coordinators. You have Patricia. He's a defensive guy, right? 
do you know Joe Joe Judge is back with them too? They just let court like coaches go be a coach for a couple of years, get fired, and then yeah, just and the Belichick right brings it back. He's like, come back to daddy. Like you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you need me. Like that, I made knows, you. When they take I those got jobs, you paid. Like, you guys are gonna suck. Yep. Really I got you paid. Now come back and like <laughs> let's win some football games. But dude, I I don't know. I thought speaking on the Patriots quick too, and and then we probably should wrap up. We've been rambling here, but we got a lot to catch up on, so it makes sense. But like. Dude, Zappy went 10 for 15 touchdown, like 99 yards, like QBR or passer rating, whatever it is, like in the low hundreds. Like I didn't see Mac Jones doing that this year at all. No. Like I know he's the third string, but like people were decently high on him. I've heard some quarterbacks, like I've heard Trent Diffler talk pretty high about him out of uh, who's he? Western Kentucky, right? Like. Yeah, like, I think too with him, like I was just, when you see a third string or second string come into a game, he was just being aggressive and he was kind of, he wasn't like just running the ball or just doing check downs the entire time and being so really conservative and just like, yeah. Like he was like, that's what is same with Kenny too. Like obviously he threw three picks and jets beat him, but I'd like seeing that out of those guys that come in there that aren't just being like Bill's telling you to do that. Like do some, get creative with Why not, against right? the Rogers. It's your first ever game. Have some fun with it. I mean, if you don't win, people are going to kill you, but like these show some life and people are now thinking maybe, Hey, Let's roll with this guy for a little bit, all because he was showing some life in that. And you know what's so funny is that in in this concept in the NFL, so they, they draft Zappy in what like the I don't even know like seventh. Or, I, he's out of Western Kentucky. Yeah, I, I so, tell you, like quarterbacks college, I'll tell you that. But it's just like not an early round pick guy. So now you have him on the roster as like a third string behind Hoyer. Like clearly they started Hoyer and he got hurt. But like why? Like with that team, like, unless you're in a playoff push and you like think that Hoyer's like this, like, I don't know, veteran guy that's going to keep you in games. Like why not try to develop Zappy? Like you used a pick on him. You clearly think he has some sort of potential. Like someone, why don't they, they're scouting him. You know what I mean? Like, why don't they take these guys with like the, the thought that like, Hey, we're going to develop this guy. Like try to create a quarterback out of him, but still they go with Brian Hoyer as a backup. Like, Hoyer, these guys like Chase Daniels, like Chase Daniels has no chance of being like your franchise quarterback. I'm not saying Zappy or, or anybody like Zappy is going to be your franchise quarterback, but like, why not take a chance and like develop these guys? Like if Mac Jones gets hurt and you think Mac Jones is your one, like it should be Zappy next, right? Why is it Hoyer? You picked Zappy in the draft. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially seen as a fan too. Like Hoyer, like he, it's Brian Hoyer. That's the guy's 37 years old. Like you can't feel upset. Like, like, what do you, you don't see Brian Hoyer going to be throwing. He's not going to come out for 440 yards and three TDs. You know, it's going to be maybe 200 yards, probably a pick and maybe a touch. Like, that's what I feel like, you know, you're going to get out of Brian Hoyer. So it's just weird to see that. And I just like someone's like someone in that scouting team in New England's like, we saw Zappy, we like him. Here's what we're going to do. And they're just, I, you never know. I mean, if he, just plays well and keeps going with it. He might. Mac Dude, Jones that's the thing is he is an explosive. People are in love with Mac Jones right now too. So it's like. Because he was the safe pick. Does, like, he was the guy that, that was going to come into New England. He was already NFL ready because he ran an NFL system at Alabama, played in the SEC, which is as close you're going to get to NFL, right? He's the easy, safe pick. But like, why not get a guy that can do more? Like if you're talking about somebody that's going to be closer to like Brady, which is the shoes that it's always going to be filled in new England from now on. Right. Like for the existence of the Patriots offense, like it will be compared to Tom Brady. Right. So why not try to get a guy that can push the ball down the field? Cause you know, they're going to run the ball the majority of the time. Anyways, they have Harris, they have Stevenson, like they're going to be a run first team. They're going to rely on Belichick's defense. Like, 
I know he just doesn't want a guy that's going to like not mess up and throw picks, but like you have a guy that like Zappy or someone young, like who has a big arm, like has the ability to make some plays and push the ball down the field. Like can really change your offense. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Do you think if like you're a Patriots fan, you're just kind of sick of that? Like, not really saying, I mean, I would say Tom Brady's won the six Super Bowls, and then you bring in Mac Jones and you're like, okay, we're kind of bringing that. Like, I like I bet the Patriots would love, obviously everyone would love, but like someone like Lamar or Kyler or just someone with kind of some speed or just something that's completely different that they haven't seen over the last 20 years. And I feel like that's what they're kind of like. I know that's what they're just kind of seeing with like Mac. That's where they're maybe just like, uh, well, that's where they did think, hey, this, he's going to be like Tom Brady. This is what we've had the last 20 years. Hell no, Obviously, he's, he's going to be like that. But no way in hell, I don't think he's going to be like that. But I definitely, if like I was a Patriots fan, I'd be like, we've done this the last 20 years. Like something's got like, we can't, we haven't seen it. We're not going to win football games anymore without Tom Brady. So we got to do something different here with this offense. 100%. And that's why I keep saying, like you're watching the Patriots. It's just like, doesn't seem exciting to me with this team right now. It's just like, there's not, there's no one really on that offense that really has that crazy. Dude, there's nobody on the. Patriots whole team that is like exciting. Like, yeah. And think about like, that. Like, if I was know, a fan, I'd just be like, Oh my God, that's what I would rather be. That's what I'll say. Like as much as I'm a Jets fan, I'd rather be in the Jets shoes right now than like the Patriots just with the amount of guys and talent that we could potentially have. Yeah. We might suck. We might only win two games the rest of the season, but it's cool knowing that just we have potential. We have some flash. So you shot out of Zach Wilson. You shot a guy. Like there's some guys that could like with the Patriots, oh. they just, it's Damian Harris. It's yeah. And that's why I'd just be like, oh, man, we got to keep doing this every week. And I'd, it'd be frustrating if I was a Patriots fan. And yeah, but also at the hopefully, same time. Hopefully they do like, suck. Hopefully they go through a 20-year drought and they just don't win and they kind of figure it out. 100%. Because I was going to say that the Patriots fans are now just like – they're just like Yankees fans when you're talking about baseball where it's like you bring up anything about their team being bad now. And obviously the Yankees not the case. But I'm saying when the Yankees kind of had that drought like a few years ago, like they just go, oh, yeah, but we have – you know, we have all those Super Bowls from before. We have all those Super Bowls from before. Yeah. Oh, we have we have twenty seven rings. Like you know what I mean? It's like great. You had Tom Brady. You had Belichick in his prime. You also had Belichick in the like the era of football that defense could dominate games. That was the Whereas, like, Belichick era when there wasn't any Lamar's or Kyler's or anything like that. It was the Tom Brady that he was pocket the main. passer. Yeah, just a, like a you Drew Brees changing man. Peyton Manning, like those are the guys that you're playing against. Philip Rivers, like you know what I mean. Matt Ryan, like. These Maybe Bill are, should go. Maybe he should just like crash and be I like, think dude, just he'll never get fired until he wants to retire. That's just the reality. Like, yeah, it's it. like he should know too. It's like if he like truly knows, unless but he that's truly the crazy believes part that he, he doesn't he want to see something. He doesn't like, want to change anything. Super Bowl. Yeah, like you should be like, okay, time is. I should go. I'm done like, with this. Why not, Seventy years. Why not old. try to uh, like bring in a young head, like offensive coordinator? Like if at this point, like you're going to be the defensive guy. So just run the defense, bring in an offensive coordinator, young minded, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if they run in like Kevin O'Connell or something like that, just to like give us some hope and just kind of so have some young flat, like dude, that's what they, they should have an but explosive offense with Belichick's that's ran, the way the NFL is going team too. and defense. Exactly. That's the way the NFL is going. Everyone's going for the young offensive coach and everyone wants that. And I think Bill just needs to retire our, Pack his bags. What Mac Jones goes out. He's not gonna go off. Pitch it's gonna they're gonna suck. Yeah. Well, covered shit, everything. That's how you that's how you bring it back. That's how we bring it back. We are back. We are back. Well, yeah, you're in the West Coast. I'm still in the Midwest. Sir. Look at this. Oh, coming up this weekend, I'll be in Ames. So I'll be going to the Kansas Ooh, State Iowa State game. We'll have to kind of jump on some college football in the next 
episode, but I'll give you guys some feedback on that. Hopefully we can pull out a win against Kansas state. So that'll be cool. Yeah. It's under the lights. Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, that should do it. We, uh, we're back folks. I know you missed us. We missed it. We're happy to be back. We're going to be shooting for, we're recording this Tuesday night right now. So Wednesday mornings, our episodes will probably consistently drop. We're looking to do an episode a week. Um, just with our schedules, we're probably going to be able to make that work and be as consistent as possible so we can get back on a nice little routine here. So um, yes, we're going to have NHL, NBA, and some college football coming Ooh, up. Hockey's gonna, coming back, baby. We'll cover NFL. We'll we'll hit on some NFL. We'll probably like do a third of the podcast on NFL, just to re- recap in the week, and then we'll do – you know, the other two thirds on NHL and NBA little predictions because seasons are starting in about two weeks. So we'll get our, our predictions rolling there. So once the season starts, we can get cooking there and we'll talk some college football and um, MLB playoffs are starting up. We can, we can touch on those, some of those series, but might be going um, to the Mets game. Oh, let's go baby. Pull that out. Might be going to that. So we'll see heading back to long Island. Greatest. Greatest place in the world. Yes, see, sir. Go see the relatives. But uh, yeah, happy to be back, man. This is going to be fun. We'll be doing stuff each week with this. And hopefully our guy in Belgium is still there because we're definitely Rockin'. back, baby. Rocking. Yeah, we're going to we'll get this get this on Twitter and post it on some some links so people can get it rocking and rolling. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking to you guys next week. All right. Adios. Peace.